so uh, came home, told my wife, this is what I want to do, and uh, she's like, you're crazy, and I said, well, I would, I'm going to be miserable if I stay in this job for any, any much longer, so right. um, said, all right, and cashed out my 401k, and uh, here we are. Welcome to Tap That AZ, the podcast that brings you the fascinating stories behind the exploding Arizona craft beer scene directly from the people who are making it happen. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I sit down with Jason from Arizona Distilling Company out of Tempe. These guys are making some pretty awesome stuff over there. Um, they've got a lot of people are familiar with the Copper City Bourbon, but they've got some other really good stuff. Um, gin, the first gin I've ever really enjoyed just drinking straight up. Uh, they make an awesome vodka, a uh, couple different kinds of whiskey. Um, it's they're just really doing some cool stuff. So keep an eye out for Arizona Distilling Company spirits. Um, grab a drink. Let's tap into Arizona Distilling Company. So I'm here with Jason. We're on, uh, what's the cross streets? We're on University and... Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Okay, so I'm with Jason from Arizona Distilling. Yep. Dude, How's thanks going, for man? joining me. It's going <laughs> great. I'm, uh, we're going to get into this, but I've got a row of, of uh, products here that we're going to talk about, and I'm going to get the taste. So yes, sir. I'm pretty pumped we'll about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, how did it start? Like, how did you start making great Well, <laughs> we, uh, we just... Uh, I was a home brewer okay. for a, a while, and I really wanted to open up a brewery. And uh, if I was going to start a business, I'm born and raised in Tempe, so I wanted to have a business in Tempe. Um, and we, doing a brewery in Tempe, there's a little bit of competition. A little bit, so, yeah. So we didn't <laughs> didn't exactly want to do that okay. in Tempe. So we looked at different ideas, and uh, distilling, micro distilling, was kind of on the forefront. Um, okay up in the, uh, the Northwest yeah. at the time. This was about 2006, 2007. Um, and then just looked into it and uh, bought a little home still okay. and started doing stuff at home. Yeah. I know it's not legal, but... Uh, <laughs> I won't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> no last names no. either. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, uh, just fell in love with the whole process. Basically, it's kind of a natural progression for a brewer to uh, move on to distilling because you're basically uh, making beer anyway. Okay. You're just stripping the alcohol from that beer and that's how it becomes a spirit. Oh, so, gotcha. Um, okay. And distillation. So yeah. uh, I went to a bunch of seminars around the country. Uh, we went to uh, a class up in uh, uh, Michigan State. Okay. And um, then I came back home and then I looked up some other schools and there was one school up at uh up in spokane with a distillery called dry fly distillery okay and uh i was there interned there for about a week and uh, just learned pretty much the whole process and everything um i was there for their first whiskey release and there was like uh three news outlets there and there was a line wrapped around the block for their first whiskey at 4 30 in the morning Wow. In Spokane. Yeah. So it's, and it's not uh, too warm there either. So right. 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, just, you know, just saw how big it could be if something could go on like that in Spokane. Right. Just imagine what could happen in Tempe. Yeah. You know? So um, came back home. I also worked with a distillery in uh, Henderson, Nevada. Okay. Um, called Las Vegas Distillery. Um, worked with them a little bit and... Came home, told my wife I was quitting my job. I was a blackjack dealer for 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I was a home brewer part-time uh, as a hobby and yeah. then uh, dealing blackjack. Uh, so I hated that job. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was just brutal. Yeah. Um, you get verbally abused all oh, day long. You get blamed for every, everything in their life. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then, you, you know, you're trying, you're, believe me, you're trying to give them money, but it's like impossible. So, right. <laughs> and I was the cooler. So I was the guy that would come in. Um, when people are fired up, yeah, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so people are a little bit happier to see me now, right? Besides yeah. <laughs> the, the, behind the blackjack table, yeah. So uh, came home, told my wife, "This is what I want to do," and uh, she's like, "You're crazy." And I said, "Well, I would, 
I'm going to be miserable if I stay in this job for any, any much longer. So, right. um, said, all right, cashed out my 401k and, uh, here we are. Nice. So. Nice. Well, I met, I was referred to you by Dave from the shop. Yeah. Arnt's. Yeah. yeah. So, um, did a great episode with him and Jason, and I said, uh, who else would you recommend in the area that would be cool? And he recommended you. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those guys are great. They've been a great resource for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it was just awesome that because I've been doing a lot of beer, but it's cool to know that there's, there's like, whiskey, and you guys got gin, vodka. So um, tell me about what, what do we got in front of us? Yeah, so we have uh, – right now we have six products – um, we're going to be coming out with uh, two additional. Um, we we started out with our Copper City Bourbon. That was our first product that we came out with. That's probably what most people know us by. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, uh, we wanted to have something that the Cowboys were drinking in the Wild West to be our first product. Okay. You know, so it, they weren't drinking, you know, Apple Teenies or any of that <laughs> stuff. They were drinking the hard stuff. So yeah. we wanted to to uh, come up with a bourbon first. Um, so that you don't make a bourbon first if you're starting in the micro distillery um so we had help with with the the copper city bourbon we started out with that just to you know uh, get a little bit of traction in the market and also uh, generate some income so we can um start doing other brands um copper Copper city was that you guys just started producing that only that was yeah that was our first product that we came out with um yeah so we we teamed up with a, a distillery in indiana um it's 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 pretty well known within the industry, okay. um, the distillery. So we uh, we worked with them, and uh, we came up with Copper City. Uh, so Copper City, it, the name is derived from an old brewery, like back uh, back before Prohibition. Okay. Um, it was down in the uh, Bisbee Douglas region of Arizona, okay. and it was a huge brewery at the time. It, um, it was so big that it was a, a big competitor to Anheuser Busch. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Because uh, Bisbee was. Uh, I believe the second largest city west of the Mississippi besides San Francisco back in the day. Wow. It's a okay. huge copper mining town. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So um, being that Bisbee was such a large city, Copper City Brewing Company, they were a, uh, a big competitor to Anheuser-Busch. They had a, a label. It was called Tannhauser. You look at the Tannhauser label, you look at a Budweiser label, they're almost identical. Oh, really? So, yeah. So okay. they ended up getting sued by Anheuser-Busch for copyright infringement. Okay. Um, so then... We wanted to have a connection with the original Copper City, and the only way I thought we could do that was to get a cease and desist letter of our own. So uh, what I would do, I would cut little pieces of twine, wrap it around the neck of the bottle, dip it in wax. So we went after Maker's Mark. Um, uh, okay. we, knew, we knew that they, they protect that wax pretty uh, heavily like as a trademark as like as a trademark yeah. yeah so it's not the the uh the wax as much as it is the they call them tendrils okay. um the drip so it's oh yeah yeah so okay. it's like a trademark on gravity basically yeah. so <laughs> but sneaky bastards yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we released this uh copper city with the wax in june and by october that's when we got our little cease and desist letter we have on the wall here you got it framed up there yeah okay uh, it's definitely uh a source of pride for us, I guess. That's really cool, the, yeah, because I can see on the wall here they got a picture of the bottles, and it's gold wax, and it's got those drips coming down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a funny letter. We This is just stuff that we normally tell people on tours. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, we got the letter. It served its purpose, and now yeah. we, we could have you know probably made a big stink about it, saying that the big boys are trying to go after the little guys and all yeah, that, but... Yeah. Um, we baited them, you know, we were just tugging on Superman's cape a little bit yeah. and they, they came after us. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, it's, uh, a funny letter. It's probably the most passive aggressive letter you're ever going to see. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, uh, it, it's signed by Rob Samuels, the owner of Maker's Mark. And okay. So we, and believe me, I hated doing that in the first place. Cause I was sitting here in our old warehouse we didn't have air conditioning okay um, you'll see a couple of yelp reviews that that say that it's yeah. brutal and how hot it was on the tours and okay. stuff so <laughs> we were i was sitting here cutting little pieces of twine dipping it in wax every day and it was just way too hot and uh, it was miserable yeah. and wax was everywhere right so we just said we got the letter it served its purpose now yeah now, now we just have this framed and for whenever people come on tours that's we talk about that yeah so, nice. and also the uh the font for the copper city label 
that is patterned after an old uh, old font that was used for an amusement park that was here when I was growing up as a kid. It was called Legend City. Oh, okay. Um, it's where the SRP building is now. It was uh, where the SRP building is now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's just something for, for people that uh, grew up out here maybe or over 40 and remember that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right. It was a long time ago. So every, I, I already see the theme here of, of importance to the local for yeah. you. Because you were telling me before you were born and raised here, which is... I am. Yeah, uh, I'm fourth generation native yeah. Arizona. So my dad grew up in Coolidge. My uh, grandmother was born in Pierce, Arizona, which is about 15 miles northeast of uh, Tombstone. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the... Uh, the family lines run deep, I guess, in Arizona. Right, right. So. that's awesome. So, and then, uh, so what else? Uh, what else? Yeah, you got so I then just had that. That was smooth. I like a little bit uh, of uh, of mouth burn with sure. with bourbon, uh-huh. and, and it has that, but it doesn't like you're not drinking like kerosene. Awesome, <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's smooth. It's, it's really smooth. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. Um, so then the the second product that we came out with, um, I believe that we came out with the gin next. Okay. Um, Commerce gin. Commerce gin. The yeah, it used to be. Uh, just our logo, Arizona Distilling Company Gin. Uh, we were finding that uh, bars were having a hard time um, calling it what it was uh, or identifying it. It was just too long on the on the bar menu. Okay. So we came up with the Commerce as the name. Um, with our gin, we have uh, it pays. This one pays homage to the five C's of Arizona. So okay. anybody that grew up in Arizona fourth grade social studies they talk about the five c's <laughs> okay and, and that's uh copper cotton cattle climate and citrus okay and our take on those five c's is we have five c's botanicals um that go into the gin bag um so it's cardamom cumin coriander cinnamon and citrus uh, the citrus is lime zest we also use lavender apple to commemorate the apple orchards in Wilcox, Arizona. Okay. Um, and then juniper berries. So you have to have juniper berries to be called a gin. Oh, really? That's a key. Like you have to have. Yeah. So it has to have more juniper berry essence than any other botanical. Okay. So you can, uh, you can put whatever you want in it, uh-huh. but uh, the juniper flavor really has to come through the most. And that's what you were saying was that, that piney taste that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. this, this one here, um, I'm not, I wasn't a gin guy when we were uh, doing all the research for the company, but um, we were tasting other gins that weren't, you know, commercially produced, and it was a lot less of that juniper flavor, juniper forward uh, flavors, and that's what we said, this is what we want to have. Um, We want to have something that's not your grandfather's gin, where it's just juniper berries and that's it, you know, just too much pine. We want to have something that's a little bit more balanced. a little less juniper forward, maybe a little bit more floral, a little okay. bit more citrus to it. Um, from the la- from floral, from the lavender, um, coriander, and uh, and obviously the lime zest is going to give it more of a citrus citrusy flavor. Yeah. Um, that one was our first uh, big award winner with the double gold uh, medal at San Francisco Spirits Competition, which that one. That's the only real competition we enter. Okay, that's um, huge, right? I mean, that's like the that, biggest. Yeah, that's the one that's uh, is the most well respected and the, the toughest one to to get into. Okay, or not to get into, but uh, to get anything big to get from awards. it. Yeah. yeah, and double gold means that um, that it was a unanimous decision, right? It means that all the judges said that it was a gold medal. Okay, and then that gives you the double gold, and then that yeah. goes on to another round where you get the best in show. So all the double golds going to the best in show gotcha um and we didn't get the best in show but double gold's good enough for us yeah yeah so. it was rigged probably yeah. it always is <laughs> right. if we didn't get the best in show it's rigged it was, <laughs> yeah uh so it's great I, it's rare that i drink gin just straight up most people sure. don't drink it straight up right yeah but it's it's once again this is this is fantastic well, thanks um it took me a long time to like gin because i it was like christmas trees it mm-hmm. was, you know and yeah like, uh, and it would always give me a headache and then i realized well, I mean, it's alcohol, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to give you a headache eventually. But uh, mm-hmm. it was the sugar in the in the uh, tonic, right? Okay, that's, yeah. That's what gets me. So so I'm more apt to just drink straight gin now. Sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's the original martini. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's you don't have to worry about tonic with that. Yeah. No, this is great. This is this is the first gin I've ever tried that I can just drink it straight up. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> and then uh, the latest product we came out with uh, was our vodka. Um, this is the newest one? 
Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's the that's the the latest one that we've came out with. Okay. We uh, we have a couple of things that we're going to come up with, but that was the the latest one that we came out with, and the, that's the Mission Vodka. Okay. Um, it's seven times distilled, 100% um, corn, gluten free. Uh, price point is uh, less than Tito's. Okay, um, nice. Not trying to promote Tito's, but right. <laughs> obviously I didn't there. But <laughs> we're cheaper than yeah. Tito's. Yeah. Well, less expensive, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Price point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the mission that's named after uh, San Xavier del Bach Mission, which is down near Tucson. Um, beautiful place. If anybody's down in the area, it's always awesome to go there. Just to just to see the old mission. And that's what's on the label here, the front, yeah. there's that picture. Yep, okay. so there's a picture of that mission there. Um, so we, we try to do everything, you know, super Arizona, just tell stories about Arizona through our, through our spirits. Um, and this one, um, this one won the double gold medal last year at okay. the San Francisco Spirits Competition. So we, now we have two uh, gold medals, double gold medals. Um, with uh, our vodka and our gin and uh yeah so we're super uh, proud about that um so yeah that's our vodka uh once again very tasty um tastes, tastes like vodka Thanks. yeah <laughs> it does. i had to rinse my mouth out a little bit with some water after the gin because uh, uh -huh. that's that's pretty um has a significant taste to it yeah oh yeah yeah definitely that's um, uh, you get all those essential oils from the botanicals and it kind yeah. of coats your mouth yeah. um, and that's one thing with our distillation process for the gin we uh, use a uh, vapor infusion okay. which means that uh, we have our pot and then above the pot there's this almost like a stove pipe and we put our bag in that stove pipe and that vapor travels up through the bag okay. it catches all those flavors of those botanicals and then comes out with the with the flavor of a gin. Hmm, interesting. Um, that's, it's pretty common practice. Like uh, Bombay Sapphire does the same kind of thing. Okay. Um, but we distill our super slow too, because uh, if you just heat that pot up and you're blasting that vapor through there, you're not, it's just going through there too fast and you're not getting a lot of the flavor gotcha. that you would uh, if you did it super fast. So, okay. Um, so yeah, and that's our, uh, our vodka, uh, the Mission Vodka. And then... We can move on to, I think our next whiskey that we came out with was our Desert Durham. Um, okay. Yeah, the wheat whiskey, right? Yeah. So okay. that's our Desert Durham wheat whiskey. Um, this one's hit or miss with a, with a bunch of people. You know, they don't, uh, some people think it's a little rough. Um, some people love it. So, you know, it's, it's super subjective um, how people like it or not. So yeah. It, the Desert Durham, that was kind of a... Uh, a fluke really we just um i wanted to have something that was locally grown so that's uh we wanted to be the first distillery to use locally grown grain to make spirits out of so that's uh desert durham was the first whiskey to to use a locally grown grain oh, for gotcha. for a spirit okay uh yeah so that's uh desert durham that's a strain of durham wheat which durham wheat is normally uh, grown in North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Montana, and its uh, main purpose is to um, to make pasta out of it. Oh, I did read yeah. about that. That's interesting. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just basically said, okay, this is what we're, we're gonna we're gonna try it. Yeah. A lot of a lot of other distilleries or guys that I talked to within the industry, they were like. You know, Durham's gonna, uh, it's got too much protein in it. Um, it's really good for making pasta, but not so not so much for spirits. Nobody really was doing it. I think yeah. we we're the first one that uh, did a Durham uh, vodka, uh, vodka, the whiskey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so we tried it. We, uh, we had to use a little anti-foam and stuff so it didn't make didn't foam up in the still because if it foams up in the still and you get a boil over and stuff like that then you're in trouble oh gotcha okay so uh was it because of the protein the, the yeah yeah there? some of that okay. it, it it can affect that so we uh we tried it out and um it, it we aged it for about eight nine months in a small barrel and we sent it off to a uh, uh her name is nancy fraley and she uh tastes everything so they call her a nose so uh. it's like guys will send 
their their whiskey or whatever to her and she'll give you like the tasting notes and what she thinks and, uh, and she she brought it back and she said this is uh, super unique um, you guys do what you can to protect this baby because yeah. this one is something that uh, she's never really tasted before mm-hmm. uh, so it's a super unique whiskey um, we also sent it to another guy uh, he writes a whiskey bible and it's he uh, his name's Jim Murray okay. and he uh, gives reviews of like 4,000 whiskeys every year and he rates it on a scale of 1 to 100 he gave us an 89.5 out of 100 for our whiskey he okay. said that uh it for the was Durham. Desert for the Durham, Durham. Okay. yeah, the Desert Durham. Um, How do you get these jobs, right? I mean, right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you just tell everybody whiskey, that yeah. that my palate is better than everybody right. else's. And, right. <laughs> um, so, also, yeah, as, as far as the Desert Durham wheat, that uh, was a strain of wheat that was developed by the UC Davis Agriculture Program. They want to come up with this strain of wheat that could uh, flourish in arid environments, so it wouldn't take a lot of water. Okay. So they they came up with this. Uh, desert durham strain they threw it in the ground in between yuma and casa grande and it it blew up turned yeah. into a big industry they grow it here they ship it to italy to make pasta out of it and then they ship it back oh so, wow so like if you cool. yeah if you've seen berea or the checo pasta on the shelves I have uh, to look for it now. Yeah, yeah. Berea's <laughs> in a blue box. They used to have okay. commercials for it and stuff but oh it's a it's one of the more significant ones so yeah, yeah yeah absolutely okay. yeah. yeah yeah so th- that's made with some of the stuff that's grown you know, 30 miles south of here. So wow. they ship it off to Italy, call it Italian, then bring it back and yeah. sell it back to you. <laughs> you know. right. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, that's the that's the Durham. Okay. And then uh, the next one is our Humphreys. Humphreys is a collaboration that we did with a prominent Tempe brewer. Um, we don't want to say their name. Okay. Because... <laughs> They uh, they wouldn't they didn't want us to say their name on the label so okay. I won't say their name. Gotcha. But I think everybody gets it. <laughs> um, it's a malt whiskey. This was before the shop was around, so sorry, Dave. Gotcha. <laughs> Dave's like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's Humphreys, and um, I went over to the brewery. Uh, we started working on a mash with their equipment about four thirty in the morning. We uh, started it off. It was a 80% uh, rye or 80% barley, 20% rye mash. Okay. Um, so we went over there. We uh, did the mash, cooled it down, put it in uh, some totes, and then drove it over to our uh, distillery, fermented and distilled it there. Okay. Um, this one won a uh, gold medal uh, last year at the. Uh, or maybe I think it was two years ago. It uh, it won the gold medal at the San Francisco Spirits Competition. Gotcha, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Right? yeah. So okay. yeah, so yep. two years ago. Um, and then that was one of three micro distillery whiskeys to get a gold medal in the uh, in the spirits competition. The other two guys are really really big players within the the micro distillery community. Okay. Anyway, so we were super uh, proud to to be in their company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, our take on a malt whiskey, which uh, anything that's made with barley, 51% barley is a, um, a malt whiskey. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that has to be whatever it's called, like rye or malt or uh, whatever it is, has to be a majority of that particular. Yes. Great. Yes, okay. exactly. So the, and, and bourbon, that to me, that's like the, the granddaddy of them all. That's a, that's a territorial thing. So no one in the, in the rest of the world can make a bourbon unless it's within the United States. So it's like tequila in Mexico or scotch in Scotland. Okay. Um, cognac in France, they, uh, you have to, uh, be within the United States. It has to be at least 51% corn mash. And then, uh, it has to go into an all new, uh, white Oak barrel. So it has to go into a virgin barrel. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you think about it, like Jim Beam has, you know, hundreds of thousands of barrels aging at any one time, and they can't use those barrels ever again for a uh, for a bourbon. Oh, so they sell their barrels to tequila companies or Scotch distilleries where they don't have those uh, regulations. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jack Daniels is kind of like that too. They they use new barrels. Their barrels go to, that's a Tennessee whiskey though. Uh, I believe the only reason why it's not a bourbon is because of the maple uh, finishing process. I could be wrong on that, but, okay. um, that's what I believe is the only reason why it's not a bourbon, gotcha. but, um, 
There was a rumor, not a rumor, but I always thought that for it to be called a Bermuda, it had to be within Bourbon County, Kentucky. Was yeah. that ever true? Uh, no. No, no okay. It's, well, it's uh, Kentucky bourbon, yes. Okay. You know, right. if you would see a Kentucky bourbon, yeah. Yeah. Um, You've heard that before, right? Yeah. I mean, was, yeah. every time we do tours, everybody's saying that, that bourbon's only made in Kentucky. Right. And uh, it, most of it's true. I mean, right. uh, since these micro distilleries have been popping up, bourbon has been sprouting around the country. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, there was actually a bourbon act that Lyndon Johnson signed and like I think it was 1963 or 64 and it created all these regulations for for bourbons um to so, keep them here uh to yeah keep to keep it in in the United, United States, States yeah. um you know and it helped out the corn farmers yeah. and helped out the the cooperage the barrel makers um so he signed that act and that came up with all these regulations to be called a bourbon okay so nice and yeah the biggest buyer of Jack Daniels barrels I believe is Tabasco so Tabasco will age their uh, hot sauce in old Jack Daniels really? barrels. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. I believe that's true. I don't, you know. We'll, we'll verify that for you. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be yeah. true. That. Yeah, yeah, it has exactly. To be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got, uh, we got the rye. Yeah, so this, is, uh, this was our last product um, that we, I believe, the last whiskey we came out with. Okay. Um, Park rye. You know, that's another hit or miss one. A lot of people love it. Um, you know, some people hate it, but it's just uh, it's the nature of the beast. You know, uh, park rye, 95% rye, 5% of the desert durum wheat. Um, we couldn't find any locally grown rye, so okay. we, we couldn't uh, uh, use locally grown rye. So this the rye comes from Montana. But we're, we're talking with farmers locally that are growing some rye for us and we're going to see how it turns out yeah um, that's kind of the fun with this is we try to work with as much farmers as we can as much locally stuff uh locally grown stuff that we can we can get yeah um uh, so we're just trying to represent arizona as best we could um and humphreys is i forgot about the humphreys uh tie-in to arizona which humphreys is the tallest peak in arizona uh, up in Flagstaff. Flagstaff. So, yeah. Is that where? Is that Snowball? Is that? Humphreys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that Humphreys Peak. That's uh, you, on the label you can see there's a mountain on it. So that's yeah. That's where that comes from. I like that label a lot. So yeah. Thanks. Um, the Park Rye. Uh, rye is getting really popular now, so we wanted to have something that, uh, you know, it's more of a Wild West thing too. So that's what they would drink. Um, like I said, 95% rye, 5% of the Desert Durham. This one's named Park after the first brewery in Arizona. The first brewery? Yeah. Oh, okay. And we didn't have a lot of distilleries to name stuff after, so we, yeah. we went after breweries. Yeah. So Copper City being one of the largest, and Park was the first down in Tucson. Okay. Um, and it was like a Bush Gardens concept. So they had a brewery and an amusement park on site in, oh, the, nice. in the 1860s. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. it was cool to, to, uh, to bring that, that name back. Um, we wanted to... Uh, commemorate with them commemorate their uh, name on our label so we looked at any kind of advertising or anything we could find within uh, uh, like the archives or whatever and we we found uh, park okay uh, the, the the label on the I'm sorry we found the the font for the park it was in one little advertisement in oh. like an old newspaper that was their original font yeah okay. and that's yeah and that's what we slapped on the label there yeah so yeah sorry my tongue got tied there for right. a second, but, <laughs> and i'm yeah. the one that's tasting the whiskey too you know <laughs> well you weren't here earlier yeah, that's right that's right you were sleeping on the floor when i came in no i'm just kidding. thanks for waking me up yeah. <laughs> No, this is great too. I mean, I, I like everything. I mean, there's I I've, I told somebody yesterday. There's only one thing I don't like: horseradish. That's it. Like, <laughs> really? Everything, food, <laughs> drinks. Yeah, I'm not a huge sour beer fan, mm. but I'll try them. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll always try them. There's a few that I found, but um, I like everything. Um, yeah. But this stuff is exceptional. Well, but thank you. You guys I appreciate are doing a great it. job. Yeah. Thank you. We're trying. Um, yeah, and we're we're trying to. That's the whole point of doing this: is trying to get our take on. Arizona, um, mm -hmm. trying to bring Arizona, you know, to other states um, and the world. Really, we're just trying to uh, showcase just stories about Arizona, and we're trying to do it with quality stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's 
the one thing. I mean, you could be as local as you as you want, but if you don't have a decent product, it's it's tough. Right. You know, it only goes within the local parameters. Yeah. So, because yeah. uh, people in California don't care if it's you know Copper City bourbon. Right. You know, they don't they don't know about that. <laughs> I so, don't no. know. And that's cool that you guys are doing this. That's what I love about um, what I've been doing is is going out to all these breweries. I've done a couple uh, like coffee shops. Everything's like local, but there's just such great pride in trying to um, to keep everything here. Yeah, because there are so many resources and so many opportunities. I mean, with the different climates and all that, I think there's opportunity to for so many different things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Arizona. I was talking to uh, Eric Klomsky up at uh, Page Spring Cellars. Yeah. And he uh, was talking about all the microclimates in Arizona and just how how many different microclimates there are and where you can grow things in these certain microclimates. Yeah. And it's, uh, Arizona is just incredible with, you know, I mean, you, you can just see it, you know, when you go to Tucson, it's all desert. You go yep. three miles north and it, you're in Ponderosa Pine country. Right. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's uh you know, we just have a lot of pride in Arizona and just want to showcase that with, uh, with everybody else through yeah, our spirits. Absolutely. Um, and, and so what, what's, uh, what, what do we this got is our next? tequila. So we, uh, tequila cannot be made in America. I was wondering about that. Yeah. yeah. So we went down to Jalisco, Mexico. We teamed up with a distillery down there and made our own. Um, that is called Dos Tierras, okay. uh, which means two lands in Spanish. And we, uh, we went down there. Uh, the agave, it's all estate grown, 100% organic. Um, and the, uh, the agave piñas, they call them, are cooked in an old oven, old brick oven. Uh, a lot of the uh, distilleries now are using uh, steel, big steel autoclaves. And uh, we wanted to use the old world style. Yeah. Um, it's not using a tohono, which uh, is that big stone that goes around and crushes the, the pinas. Oh, um, gotcha, yeah. Uh, not yet, but we're, we're working on trying to get uh, our tequila made with that, you know, because it, it seems that it creates a, a lot of flavor to the, the at least the, uh, the Blanco. Okay. So that's what we're, we're trying to, trying to get as much flavor and trying to get it as smooth as possible. That's, yeah. that's our goal with everything, is trying to get as much flavor and, and smooth. Yeah, and it all has been. Like I, when I just tasted this tequila, this is probably the most flavorful tequila I've had. Oh, thanks. Because it's it's like it's not just uh, I don't know. Sometimes you have that tequila taste, but it's it's there's not much to it. There's sure. Not, not much body to it, but this does. Like this, you take a drink and it's like wow. Well, thanks. Once again, yeah. just like the gin, something you can just drink straight up. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah, I usually drink whiskey straight up, but like tequila and gin, not usually. Uh-huh. But I'll make an exception for you guys. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> this that. This is fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit creamier. Mm-hmm. Um, you can really get the creamy flavor to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and the artwork was uh, done by a uh, really prominent local artist that uh, I just love his work. And I said if we ever did a tequila, we got to have Lalo to do the artwork. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, we have three three different labels. Um, first one being our uh, the Dos Tierras Blanco, then the okay. Reposado, and then the Añejo. And then we'll have an extra Añejo, yeah. which is, uh, Añejo is anywhere from one to three years, and uh, extra Añejo is anything after that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're really excited to get the tequila out. Um, that's just something being, you know, in the Southwest and uh, having a Spanish influence, we want to have a something that was uh, more of a desert spirit, yeah. I guess, you know, yeah. so... Yep, you got the cowboy. Now you've got the 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 South American. The bandito. Yeah, yes. the bandito. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I and I love that artwork. Like I I love his his work. Like he's done work like uh on some buildings downtown and yeah things yeah. Like that. So he's yeah. done a lot of uh, murals downtown. He he works a lot with uh, uh, Barrio Queen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Does a lot of stuff there. He's he's everywhere. Yeah. You know, and it's just really really happy for him and the recognition that he deserves he's getting it so that's yeah. uh, that's really cool to see that yep and honored to have him do our artwork for our labels yeah so yeah, yeah that's that's pretty cool that, yeah. and that's yeah you look at that picture and that was kind of an inspiration for the for the logo i created i was telling you before we started recording that that i had reached out to him um i'm kind of new to arizona so sure. i don't know you know all the local stuff uh but um 
I reached out to him and uh, I talked to somebody at work and she was like, yeah, he, dude, he's like a big time artist. I'm like, really? Like, I yeah. just thought, you know, I, I didn't realize he was. So I started following him and uh, um, yeah, he, he was super cool about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'd, I'd be happy to help you. And it just, it didn't quite work out. Um, but his, his artwork was the inspiration for my logo. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he is kind of a big deal without the ego. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the, and the tie-in to Arizona, um, we haven't really launched the tequila yet. We, uh, we were going to wait to launch it at when our uh, retail location is opening up. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But, um, the tie-in to that, there was an, uh, America's first tequila distillery, which, uh, you can't have that now, right. but it was back in, uh, 1936 and it was in Nogales, Arizona. Oh, okay. So that was called, uh, San Andres, uh, distillery. Gotcha. Down there, and um, we the their tagline that they had it was called the Toast of Two Nations. So they were making tequila down in Nogales yeah. back in 1936, um, before all these regulations to where it was a territorial thing and just a Mexican product, and it was only in Jalisco. Okay. So um, that's what we have on our back label too, where it says the the Toast of Two Nations. So oh, okay. Yeah, it just talks about. Um, the San Andres uh, distillery on the back and uh, how they were the first ones in America to make uh, spirits from agave. Yeah. Um, so that's just another thing we're tying in with Arizona and our spirits. Yeah. So. Nice. We got one last one here. Yeah. So this one here, this was our uh, Arizona wine um Oh, I'm sorry. That's 118 proof too. So that's fair. Uh, wow. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> I passed out for a second. That's why he says, "Whoa, whoa, hey, wait, no." <laughs> what was that? 118 proof. Yeah, 118 wow. proof. Okay. Uh, it's our Copper City Bourbon, and we finished it in uh, a Cabernet wine cask. Okay. Um, from Arizona Stronghold Vineyards, um, we sent this off uh, earlier in the in the year, and we got a double gold medal this year. So for this uh product so now we have three um three double gold medals in three years running so that's something we're super proud of yeah um, just to 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 keep getting those awards is uh is awesome for us you know especially for distribution outside of arizona mm -hmm. you can take this and uh to another state and they just they know that they're getting a quality product right um so yeah what we did we just uh finished the uh the bourbon in an old uh Arizona Cabernet wine cask, and it's a uh, barrel strength, so okay. cast strength. Yeah. Uh, at 118 proof. Yeah. And uh, it was this one was just for the JW Marriott. They bought the whole barrel. Um, oh really? Yeah. So we got the award, um, and we're we're working with uh, Eric uh, Glomsky, who's the owner of Stronghold and okay. Page Springs. We're working with him to. Uh, to get on the rotation to where we'll have more of this product uh, in the future. Nice. So nice. So it's, it's, you want it to be kind of one of your, one of your, the normal. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. So it'll be, uh, we're hoping to, to have it in our bar, okay. you know, um, I'm not sure if it'll be out in distribution, okay. but it'll be definitely be at the bar here. Yeah. Um, and then that's where we'll, uh, we'll, when, once we have the bar open, we'll have uh, rum. Okay. And so everything in the well will be our products. Nice. And so we'll have the, we're running the full gamut. We'll have the tequila, four different types of whiskeys, vodka, gin, rum, and uh, we'll be doing some Amaros and uh, uh, a bunch of other stuff that, that we'll be able to make cocktails out of too. Okay. So. Nice. So, well, tell me a little bit about that because that's exciting. You guys, you guys have a great location here. I mean, you're on the corner of University and you said Roosevelt, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, if anybody's familiar with the Oregano's off of University, we're about a hundred feet west of, okay. of that location. So, gotcha. um, yeah, we're excited. We're in the old Ragarama building. It's what's Ragarama? Ragarama used to be an old uh, uh, secondhand clothing store. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So Ragarama. Yeah. Yeah. Ragarama. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, so we landed in this spot. It was originally it was a old grocery store. Okay. It was built in 1946, um, so it's got you know it's got a pretty old school look to it. 
uh, you can see the block windows and stuff. But, yep. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll have a a bar. We'll have a little bit of a restaurant. Um, I say a little bit of a restaurant, but it's uh, we're looking at having maybe five or six things. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay. Just to you know keep people around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning we might we might team up with Oregano's and the uh, the restaurant next door, Perfect Pair Bistro. Okay. And we might be doing uh, people can probably order from them and then bring it inside if they want to. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. We're uh, next week. We're getting uh, big slabs of mesquite, and that'll be our bar top. Oh, so nice. yeah, we're excited. It's we went and picked them out a couple months ago down in Tucson, and uh, it's just a it's cool to see stuff that grew in Arizona, and we're putting it down for our uh, our bar top. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're just excited to to finally get the place where it needs to be and we've been in this uh, facility for about 16 months and oh, in this location here. yeah gotcha. yeah okay. yeah well that's why we're in this location like uh in our old location we were in an old warehouse um if anybody's familiar with us and they took a tour on groupon and stuff like that we uh, we were in an old warehouse we did our whole build out um we dug a gas line 100 feet from from the road to our building we had everything set up and then the landlord gave me a call and said we sold the building so uh, and we're like oh so after you did all that after yeah we spent we up. spent six yeah. figures on a build out oh, and man. uh and then yeah, yeah yeah so we got kind of kicked and you guys were already distributing pretty heavily at that point too right yeah yeah we were in distribution we were we were going good with our tours and yeah. uh uh stuff like that and that 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 hit took about 30% of our, our, uh, our revenue. Yeah. So we ended up getting to this spot and we've been here 16 months now and, uh, we're finally seeing some progress. We got the, we upgraded the water line to a two inch water line and then we're upgrading the power and we're sprinkling the whole building. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we're excited to see the future and just definitely ready to, to get open and yeah so what do you have a, as a goal like overall for the for the distillery like you have a big picture i know you guys want to get out distribute like uh do you have something specific in mind where you want to be uh you mean like five years from now yeah. or stuff like yeah. that yeah. yeah um i mean we want to be everywhere you yeah. know we want to yeah. want to try to be in all 50 states and you know wherever countries we can get into you know um yeah. it's just we're so small that you, you see that it just seems like it's so far away, right. um, but we just continue to reinvest in the company and uh, just keep trying to to build it build it out. We're, we're we have some ideas for for some uh, different whiskeys. We're going to be doing. Uh, we have a, a uh, our park rye, which this this one that that you tried was in uh, in a barrel seven eight months. A small barrel is like 15, 15 gallon barrel. Um, our other rye whiskey that we're, we're going to be doing a, a beer dinner. Um, we did, we had five rye barrels that we gave, uh, one barrel to each, um, each brewery. Okay. Uh, there's five different breweries we gave them to. We gave one to Dragoon, one to, uh, Santan, one to Huss, one to Four Peaks and one to Lumberyard. Okay. And they're doing their all, uh, collective takes on, uh, their rye barrel aged beers oh, with nice. our with our uh, with our rye barrels. That'll be interesting. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, it's basically going to kick off real wild and woody. Okay. Um, July twenty sixth. It's at Arrogant Butcher. Um, so I don't know if this this will probably air after the. It will. Yeah. yeah. So if you're listening yeah. to this, you guys missed out. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you didn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless you didn't, then yeah. Right. Nice. If I was in town, I would have gone. I, I'm going to be in New uh, New Hampshire. Uh, that week i was pretty bummed out i've never been to real wild and woody but i heard it was awesome and now you make me realize how much more disappointed i'm going to be <laughs> well i'll let you try this too this uh this is the one that is two years old so it makes it a straight whiskey anything oh, that's gotcha. uh, aged two years or longer makes it a straight whiskey okay no this is the wrong one <laughs> You're not gonna pour that out, are you? No. no. 
that is the, that is the right one. Sorry. Tricking me. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm confused. There's so much different bottles around here. <laughs> That's a good uh, good problem to have, though. Good yeah, right. Of, I know. of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what's how's this different than the the? I know you said aged two years. So this is the Park Rye whiskey, but this is just aged longer. Yes. Okay. All right. In larger barrels. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So yeah, the reason why we use smaller barrels is because the uh, surface area is greater on those barrels okay and it, the wood gets into the the whiskey faster okay um give it a fuller taste or more well yeah there's there's some controversy with um with the, the smaller barrels you know the 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 classic bourbon drinkers and they think that it's not not any good um, um you need time okay in the big barrel to gotcha. age which um it's so subjective yeah so it's, oh yeah yeah i mean like the same thing with our, our desert Durham. Some people love it. Some people don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, the way it is. But right. the um, you tend to get a little bit more credibility if your if your whiskey's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's straight, we do have a Durham, our Durham wheat that was aged in a large barrel, and it's uh, four years old. And um, anything that's four years old and barreled at 100 proof that you can do uh bottled in bond okay so if you see a bottled in bond whiskey that yeah. means it's four years old and it's 100 proof oh gotcha okay um so yeah we'll have the first bottled in bond whiskey in arizona nice. um, so yeah we're excited to get that one out um so actually i'll let you try some of that too i mean if i have to yeah <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Like, do you have a favorite of what you guys make? Um, I'm, I'm kind of a seasonal drinker. So, like, in the summertime, I'll drink the clear stuff, and in the okay. wintertime, I'll drink the, the, the whiskey. But, okay. you know, whatever, whatever's around, you know, I'll, I'll drink. I mean, my favorite, <laughs> I, like, I like the Humphreys. Okay. Um, and I like the gin. And then the tequila is starting to get to me that's fantastic yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. and that's interesting because i'm i'm a whiskey guy i like i like bourbon i like scotch um and i was surprised that my two favorites are the gin and the tequila just such good flavor to them both sure yeah thanks um but i haven't had this one yet this is the bond this is yeah this is uh it's you know the the our whiskeys are a little bit it depends on what you like you know we're trying to offer something that it appeals to everybody. Yeah. So if you don't like the, the bourbon, maybe you'll like the, the Humphreys. If you don't like the Humphreys, maybe you'll like the rye. Right. Don't like the rye, maybe you like the Durham. So. <clears throat> Best thing to do is just try them all. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the fun in it. Yeah. You know? so. Awesome. Well, dude, thanks. So um, so people, are you still giving tours? Uh, not yet. Not we, yet. Okay. We, uh, we used to have, this was our tasting room, um, but they're going to start tearing some stuff up now. So okay. that's... Uh, exciting for us but unfortunately that is where we have to shut down gotcha so um we're hoping that we'll be open by labor day okay up and going by labor day yeah so, when's uh, labor day i always forget uh september, september. okay <laughs> the only reason why i remember it's like around my birthday so okay. yeah it's labor day is uh first week of uh of september gotcha okay so you guys are on social media, right? Like you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona Distilling Company on Facebook uh, at AZ Distilling um, for uh, Instagram and okay. Twitter. Okay. And so nice. Yeah, so. and we're on Snapchat too. I think we have four followers. Gotcha. Uh, it's all my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's three more than I got. So. <laughs> but yeah, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, so people just you guys just follow because uh, I'm excited for when you guys open up. I want to see what you got going on and. Yeah, we yeah. can't wait to bring people in here you know it's been a long time coming and just uh very happy to to be in business still you know yeah. after after what happened so right. yeah it's right. just uh and it's it's great to see uh, other distilleries opening up as well you know around around uh, arizona it's yeah. just it's good to see that we're part of something that uh is here to stay yeah so yeah great you know that that's the kind of 
I've, I've moved out here 2007. I think it's just awesome. The expansion of um, the wineries, the brewery. There's, I think the wine, the brewery number has doubled mm-hmm. since I moved out here. Yeah. So people like to drink out here and they like to drink good stuff, right? Yeah. You know, so it's not, uh, you know, it's the, all the beer is fantastic in my opinion. All the alcohol that I've had, like the, the spirits, it's great too. The wine too. It's yeah. all good. So I, I, Thanks, I'm, I'm excited to be part of this. I'm originally from Ohio, but uh, I'm pretty proud to say that, uh, that I'm a Arizonan at this well, point. Well, if you spend one <laughs> summer here, you're a, you're a native. <laughs> that, is yeah. true. that is true. When I moved out here in October, um, I was telling somebody, they're like, oh, you're from Ohio. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a Phoenician now. They're like, no, you're not. I'm like, why? They're like, you haven't been through a summer. After a summer, you can say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's kind of the, the hazing process. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've made it. I've made it. It's been tough. It's been tough, but, uh, but I love it. Yeah, it's kind of a trade-off. Yeah. You, know, you just stay inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you go to a water park. Right. Or Flagstaff. Yeah. Flagstaff. Oh, there's that. Yeah. Or, or Rocky Point or whatever. Right. You know? So many options. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks, dude. I really Thank appreciate you. this. Yeah, Thank guys, you. Come check this out. Uh, check them out on social media. See when they open up. You can get some of their stuff. Uh, you can get it Total Wine. Yeah. Right? So all our stores. Yeah. Our, our vodka, our gin, and our bourbon, and our Desert Durham, that'll all be available at Total Wine. Okay. Um, we also... The vodka, gin, and bourbon is available at Walmart, okay. um, Bebmo, uh, Tops Liquor, um, local liquor, liquor stores around around the valley. Okay. Uh, but uh, the Copper City is at Fry's as well. Um, so yeah, and it's also available here at the distillery. Once we get open, uh, we'll be able to sell all of our stuff out of here too. Yeah. Nice, and I'm sure, and you guys are you have accounts across the the valley too, probably. Like yeah, we're in about state. yeah we're in about a thousand accounts nice. right now. So uh, throughout, you know, from the Grand Canyon down to Douglas. Yeah, so, nice. So yeah, we we uh, we appreciate the support from everybody. You know, it's uh, it's been awesome. It's just been an awesome experience going through this, and hopefully it continues. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, keep making good drinks, uh, good spirits, and Thanks, I'll, I'll keep drinking it. All right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening for, to the show. If you guys see this product out somewhere at the liquor store, at a restaurant, make sure you try it. Support this awesome local distilling company. In the meantime, as always, if you're enjoying the show, a huge favor, a rating on iTunes and a, and a review if you're feeling up to it. Um, just kind of sh- show some support. Help me uh, grow the show a little bit. I've been getting a lot of really good support. Um, the the listenings per episode are going up, so I can I can really tell people are connecting with this. So I really enjoy that. One thing that I always want to make sure that you do: stay awesome. <laughs>